0: Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Welcome back to the corner of Truth and Courage. You're listening to Fortress of Faith. This is Tom Wallace. We hear it often as Christians from lost people out there saying, Well, I. I'm not going to your church. I've stopped going to church. I'm not interested in going to church anymore because the church is just filled with hypocrites. Haven't you heard that? I mean, it's out there. Apparently, it is the number one reason, number one objection to going to church. That's what the lost is out there saying. You know, we're not going to church because it's full of hypocrites. Isn't it interesting? They've never said, "I'm not going to go to the ball game. I'm not going to go to you know to that basketball game, football game." Because those people out there, they're just filled. You know, everyone in the stands, they're just hypocrites out there. You know, the same hypocrisy in life uh, of, of of double standards is going to be at the ball game, at the movie, as it is going to be in a crowd that goes to church. The fact is, is that the church is not where perfect people are. And, and I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to shock you with that. If you're under that impression that church is for perfect people, then don't go because when you arrive, if I arrive, it's no longer going to be perfect anymore. You're not going to find a perfect church. Churches are filled with imperfect people that are following a perfect Savior, a God who is trying to make changes in us. And that's why we go, because we know we need it. We need the help of God in our lives. Mahatma Gandhi said this, I would have become a Christian if it were not for Christians. Now think about that for a second. If it weren't for what I see in the product of Christianity, which is the Christian I would be a Christian if it weren't for them. In other words, he he was bemoaning the fact that there's just too much hypocrisy there. And that's why some people try to add to the Bible because, man, it would be kind of good and neat in a way if we preachers could tell our congregation, God says you're going to have to live this way. If you don't, you're not going to go to heaven and, and make it a... Uh, something you earn to keep people uh, being obedient and following. But God didn't say that. Now, some are trying to preach us how you get to heaven, but that's not how how the Bible tells us how to get to heaven. It's not by our works, very clearly. In Ephesians chapter 2, For by grace are you saved through faith, and not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. See, God doesn't want us walking around as braggarts and full of our own pride because we're such a good person when we're not, trying to lie to others and ourselves that we are good people by our good works. Salvation isn't based on that. If it were, there'd be really no hope for us. Uh, We live in in an illusion that we were good, but not good enough. God's standard is the Ten Commandments. And I'm here to tell you, my friends, we break it uh, often, daily, and, uh, and we fail miserably. Every man falls short of the kingdom of God when it comes to our, our, our good works. The fact is is that even though we may be saved, Christians who've been touched and trusted in what Christ did for us to forgive us of our sin debt, it does not make us perfect people. And so sometimes we do live to a substandard than what God wants us to live. And the world sees it. And we should be mindful of that as Christians. That should break our heart and, and urge us to be on the guard. The Bible says, uh, to let them see your good works that it may glorify the Father. We ought to show our life living in the manner that is pleasing To God, but oftentimes many of us don't, and it gives a bad reputation to your church, to your God. It reflects bad on you. It reflects bad on the God you're trusting for your salvation and the church that is preaching the gospel and teaching you to live as you should. We should abstain from the things of this world and be mindful of our testimony in england up in yorkshire i i've been to many places in yorkshire when i lived up there but i never went to ripston hall but apparently in ripston hall in the courtyard as you're heading into the uh into the main house there's a statue of a butler half side of his face is filled with a smile the other half he's got his tongue kind of sticking out of the other uh on the other side and it it's uh, recognizing the you know the the two faces or the two lives of the butler he's got his public side that he wants everyone to really see oh i'm a you know, I love my master. I'm serving my master here and uh and I I love him and he's doing a good job. And as soon as he turns his back, he's sticking his tongue out, showing disdain and disrespect. The the idea here is is a two-faced butler. Well, that's kind of how many people live their lives. Two-faced. Oh, I love you, God. I love God. I love Jesus. How do you prove and show that you really love God, how? The Bible says if you love me, keep my commandments. Do as I say. Follow me, obey me, if you really love me. But instead we put on a facade, a fake thing as if as if that really fools God. It may fool others. In London, if you ever get a chance to go to London, write down this address. Here's a place you want to go to twenty three Lynster Gardens. 23 Leinster Gardens. You'll find a row of houses. We call it Terrace Housing. And at number 23, you'll find a house there that's actually not there. It looks like there's a house there right next to all the other houses. But actually, it is a gateway to cover up a gateway into the London Underground where the work crews go in. And so... It's just a board, and a house is painted there, <laughs> but there's no house. You know, it it uh, it appears like it's one thing, but it's not what it is uh, showing itself. That's the, that's the life of a hypocrite. A hypocrite is just simply giving an image, giving off an an air of a, of an image that is fake. It's facade. It's a it's a uh it, it's pseudo it is it's not real. That's that was the life of the Pharisees. The Pharisees and most religion will do just that to you. Matthew chapter twenty three, verse twenty seven, here's what the Lord had to say to them Woe unto you scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye are likened to whited sepulchres, which indeed appear beautiful outward but are within full of dead man's bones and of all uncleanness. That's what a hypocrite is. Oh, they put on a good show. Man, they talk a great talk, but their walk doesn't match the talk. I've said this many times, and it's a great little song. Your walk talks, sorry, your talk talks and your walk talks, but your walk talks louder than... Then your talk talks. You know, we can talk up a good game. We can talk, oh, I love God. He's number one in my life. He's done so much for me. Um, You know, I I, I just love him and I I love to do everything and live my life for him. We talk a talk. We get to church. Oh, we sound real spiritual. We sing the songs. We memorize the songs. We, you know, do all the stuff there. But it's just empty. We just go through rituals. Of course, I don't want my wife answering this question there. But uh, uh, have you ever kissed your spouse and really there was nothing behind that kiss? It's just duty. (laughs) You know, yeah, I love you, honey. Uh, Kiss, kiss. And and but uh, it's empty. That's what was, you know, these hypocrites, they they say with their lips that I love you but their heart is far from it. And they're, they're like whited sepulchers, beautiful tombstones that look just uh, you know grand and, and, uh, and, and wonderful, but inside they're filled with dead men's bones. James chapter 5, verse 12 says this, But above all things, my brethren, swear not neither by heaven, neither by earth, neither by any other oath, but let your yea be yea and your nay be nay, lest you fall into condemnation. God would rather us just simply be who we really are. If you talk a talk, then just walk it. What it is is selling a lie, isn't it? It's giving out a deception, and God sees it. And it certainly is not impressing him. It angers him. In fact, we see how God feels about that kind of uh, living, in Revelation chapter 3, verse 15, the church of the Laodiceans. By the way, when I go to Turkey, I'm going to be passing by Laodicea. This is where, you know, a city that used to be a grand, beautiful city of uh, Romans and Greeks and through the through the centuries today, it's just a wasted land, just a remnants of of uh, of what was once there. But uh, what did he say to these people, the church of the Laodiceans? I know thy works, thou art neither cold nor hot. I would that thou wert cold or hot. Then he goes on to say, because, because you're not one or the other, you're not really being genuine here, you make me sick. I'll spew you out of my mouth hypocrisy is deception, it's a cancer, and, uh, and, and I'll close with this, parents, if you have any hope of raising your kids in church, and for them to follow through with things that you truly value, then don't let them see a life of hypocrisy, because that's what most kids see. And that's why we lose the next generation. But if they see some genuineness there and some honesty, and even when you do mess up and give some hypocrisy in your life, confess it, confess it to them, ask God to forgive you, ask them to forgive you, it will go a long, long way. Well, we're going to have to stop here, but we'll be back again tomorrow at the corner of Truth and Courage. Hope you'll join us then. We are announcing that you can join Tom Wallace live on Thursday nights for free online classes on engaging Muslims with the Gospel. The classes are free and informal. Whether you are a novice at soul winning or wishing to become a missionary to Muslims, these classes are designed to help everyone. Did you know that Muslims think they must die for their God to be assured they will go to heaven? When Muslims learn the truth of the Bible, That God died for them so they can go to heaven is a liberating message. To join the classes, we need to hear from you. Please send Tom an email, and we will give you the information of how to join us online each Thursday night. To enroll, send your email to tom at fortressoffaith.org. That's tom at fortressoffaith.org.